good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, I'm rocking and firing this morning from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona, under beautiful sunny skies. I hope this finds you well, as it does us, and I didn't say us. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You can get some by calling 1-800-951-0592. You can also head out to the... World Wide Web, the information superhighway, as they called it when it came on. You know, remember dial-up and all that at allamericangold.com. You can order 24-7. They got prices, news, views. They used to have just about everything. It's a, it's quite an operation they got running around here. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, the former owner, um, and I was walking in the parking lot this morning, and I found a guy that I know pretty well wandering around. We didn't think we were going to see him this morning. Uh, the new owner, nephew, and president of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquin. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey, Eric. Good morning. Uh, I appreciate you filling in for me yesterday. Uh, I've got some medical issues that I am dealing with. Uh, didn't think I was going to be here either, but then I was told that you couldn't be here tomorrow. And I said, well, and I better get in there because I won't be. I won't be in tomorrow. I'm not sure about Friday. I do know this, that this show today will replay uh, for tomorrow, for sure, we'll see about Friday. Well, we'll just do the best we can. Everybody's busy, and uh, you're doing okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I have uh, some some uh, uh, blood pressure issues and some other things that I got to get uh, under control. And let's just say this: the next time I'm up on the front range, there's probably going to be a lot less of me. Well, you have to do that, and probably not going to be, you know, the fried chicken and all that. The same thing happened to you, happened to me, almost the same age. So yeah, we were kind of comparing notes. People don't understand, you know, that uh, you do a radio show every morning. There takes, there, you know, an element of, uh, well, you can't, you can't open the show like it's PBS, or you know, <laughs> you know people don't want to hear that. Hi, Joe. How are you? Yeah. So you have to have, you know, an element of excitement. Your blood pressure has got to get up. You got to get a few octaves higher than everybody else. Otherwise. You know, you people, they, let's face it, they want to hear you keel over. They, they want to be entertained. Is right. Double J going to die on the radio today? It could it could happen at any moment. So you got to be like Howard Beale, you know. Uh, I'm mad as hell. At I'm not going to take and it. And you have to pass out at the end of every show, and you, you know, you'll be good at that. So I have the same issue, blood pressure off the charts, uh, you know, and that's what Joe's got. And I've got a big stripe across my the front of my chest uh today as i was uh shaving for the ekg machine it, it looks wonderful turns out joe is a heartless bastard they, <laughs> actually, you know, they, they literally did it three times and they like there's something blocking it that i'm like i got a pretty good idea of what it is yeah you'll be oh he's all right so you just gotta and it's already started. Same thing happened to you. Happened to me. I take 900 vitamins this the morning. I'm on Super Beats. Of course, I mix. I'm not kidding. I'm on, I'm on Super Beats this morning. I have a, a shake. My wife, you know, you name it. She's got me running. Of course, I like to mix them with vodka. Don't. <laughs> but she puts it in a shake and everything. It's pretty good. So I like Dana Lash. I like the product. I feel pretty good. So. Oh, where my wife's on top of it already. Oh, yeah. The, she cleaned out the, the, refrigerator. the refrigerator got cleaned out yeah. today. It's yeah. going to be the the pantry's getting cleaned out. I'm just yeah. that's what's going to. We 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 were at the grocery store and yeah, and I'm like I'm I'm eating what Ezekiel bread. Yeah, 
Wait, Hello. Wait till you quote me when you come home one night. Lori never forgot it. She go. I looked at her. I go. What are we not having for dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding you. The on our pantry door already. We've got the meal plans laid out with the descriptions of what I'm going to be eating, and I'm going to just say this: none of it's good. Well, you know, you just you got to do it, man. You got to get the weight off, and you got to stay in shape. You got to do it. For your lovely wife and for your kids, you just gotta do it. So, and uh, you'll get there. Where, where are you? You're not 50 yet. Nope, I'm a 48 here. I'm bumping up on 48. I know that sounds creepy. I'm like 48. I know they don't get it though. See, we're in radio years. <laughs> <laughs> radio years are like dog years. Okay, right. I'm really 67. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'll. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm glad to uh, kind of coming out of retirement here. Uh, it feels real good. Yesterday, I was like, Rook, you know, tough, short notice. I'm like, you want me to do what? I'm looking at the buttons. I'm like, I don't even know if I can do this. I don't know which damn button to push. So I'm like, well, all right, we'll we'll try it. So, but uh, today it all felt normal. I got to tell you, you got a great thing set up. You got Glenn. Business. Glenn, yep, Glenn. I, I, the professor, by the way. He, the, he's a teacher. He right? is, yes. So I feel bad about taking shots at teachers. There, I asked my wife, you know, I said the teachers, and they're up to it. They got some articles, California teachers, and then you got, I'm calling it uh, Ed for Reds out here, you know, the commies, the little the little commie mush heads are teaching. You got David Hogg. Oh, the kid. David Hogg's out after starting an advertiser boycott, you know, against Lori Ingram. Uh, gun control activist David Hogg has set his sights on two new targets. Uh, iconic gun manufacturer Smith & Wesson and its capital backers. And he's going after BlackRock and Vanguard. Yeah, he's got, believe it or not, he has 764,000 Twitter followers. This is a kid in high school. Right. He doesn't know, I don't want to say the right. word, starts with an S and ends with a T. What kid, they don't know anything yet. Well, he's sponsored by somebody that knows. Of course he is. And it's got George Soros and everybody else behind it. I mean, it's ridiculous. When, you know, now we're, we're getting dictated to by a porn star and a high school kid. Well, anyway, they're going after him. Here's, here's the thing that they don't get. I guarantee you, his backers aren't pulling a nickel out of BlackRock or Vanguard. Brought <laughs> <laughs> the ruck with that. Patriot Radio News, I'll be back after these messages. Ah, what a great song. Mike and the Mechanic. I want to talk about that that song we dug out from shortwave radio years ago. But talking about high school, I guess the the high school kids are going to do a sit-in on the Capitol Friday after school, uh, trying to get Governor Ducey's attention over gun control. Now, we have an entire generation of, uh, well, Tide Eaters, Tide Pod Eaters, that actually want to march for less rights. And think about it. Let's soak that in for a minute. Yes, we, we want less rights in this country. Brilliant. But don't worry. Remember they uh, remember when you were in school, Joe, they go, this is going to go on your permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that my permanent record had a lot of records on it. Right. And I'm like, you really think? I never, after about sixth grade, I'm like, well, that, I don't believe there's a permanent record. <laughs> I think there was. <laughs> I don't know, but 
But don't worry, if, you, if you're a high school student and you want to march, if you want to march, so students, they risked disciplinary action uh, at 3,000 high schools earlier when they all did their march, uh, when they all left school. But don't worry, Adelphi University fully supports your desire to stand up for your beliefs and will overlook this absence on your permanent record when applying to their college. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This is a real story. Here's what they won't overlook. If the check bounces, right. they're not going to overlook that. And I think if you're out marching for the NRA... <laughs> maybe a difference. Yeah, you might have a little trouble because, remember, liberal tolerism means they'll tolerate everything as long as you see it their way. So... So don't worry, you kids that are all, apparently now they're going to march after school on Friday. So it doesn't come So someone actually right? figured out, hey, wait a minute. These kids may actually have to go to school so they can learn that they're actually giving away all their rights. If, in fact, there really was a permanent record, I'm pretty sure on my 18th birthday they'd have locked me up. <laughs> the school would have sent somebody over, Remember that? arrest that man. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that George Thorogood song? Yeah, leave that one alone. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know something? I actually exempted government. You could take a test and exempt it. And like three kids in the whole school got out of it. I know for a fact I did not pass the test, but this was pre-Ritalin. And there goes Cedarstrom Tuckett telling me pass. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. So I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Uh, New Orleans Saint quarterback Drew Brees and his wife Brittany claim they were scammed out of $9 million over a six-year period by a San Diego, San Diego jeweler. The couple says they made a claim that their jewelry collection appraised, they had it appraised, and were told the value was $9 million less than the $15 million they paid for. Now, here's what happens, and this is one thing in this industry, and this, the gold industry is no different. Now, you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of clients here, and uh, we've worked hard through the last two decades, three decades, almost three decades. We're working on decade number three right now. So, and, you know, we understand that we didn't have time because, you know, we're obviously a small company. We didn't have a bank of phone, you know, uh, little, little cubbies everywhere like most gold companies do. They got all these people that work in the cubby holes. So, you know, people call and they order, like, that's a great price. And then everybody checks around and they call and they call and they send for the free reports until eventually they meet a personable person who calls them. And then they call you again. And then pretty soon they're like, well, how's Muffy doing? You know, how's, how's this? How's, oh, in school. And you make friends with these people. And then they keep calling you until eventually you buy from them. And then you buy again and they call you. Well, after a while, you're like, God, this guy calls me all the time. And you've got a drawer full of this stuff. And you realize that, you know, maybe we should check. And they call here, and we're like, you bought what? This is what happened. Same thing happened yeah, to Drew not, Brees. Not, yeah, not just you bought what, and you paid what? You paid how much for this? Right. You know, and then you'd hear, you know, Joe laughing in the background, or Wendy, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have done that. So this is what happens. We don't do that here. We never did that. Never. 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 We don't do that. So did it cost us business? Absolutely. Did we know it did? Absolutely. I mean, at one point we said, well, you want to hollow out the warehouse back here and, uh, you know, put 100 phones? Because we had enough business to handle, you know, 50 to 100 salesmen here. Like, 
the uh, other companies do. And, right, and you put them on commission so it right. doesn't cost you nothing. Half of them just, just got released from drug rehab. Right. The other half are, you know. They're all gone. All the guys that rip you off are gone. They're all gone. The companies are still in business because they make a ton of money. I mean, our biggest competitor was in the newspaper. He paid $7 million. The cheese people, $7 million cash for his house. $7 million. I'm like, how's that even possible? So, I don't know. We, but that's what you get when you work at 40% markups. And no matter what we do, and I know you know this. I hate to say this on the air, but you know me. I don't hold anything back. No matter what you do, no matter how we did it or ran the, at the end of the year, after you total up everything, you were lucky to make 3% in this. In this that's how it works. Just how it works here. But you know what? We uh, never had a complaint. The people continue to order a, a customer that, that Marlene just said, oh, he ordered, and I'm like, I hadn't heard the name. It was like, this guy was ordering for me in the 90s is still ordering. So, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Started ordering in the 90s. Is that even possible? So, anyway, that's uh, Drew Brees. My heart goes out to you, but that's what happened. Made good friends with the guy. I've got this wonderful diamond. Oh, uh, yes. It's, there's only yes, he wanted to diversify because right. I got a lot of money. I needed it. And, and, of course, instead of picking gold, he picked diamond. But it didn't matter. He wouldn't have picked the right guy anyway. Yeah, from 2010 to 2016, this guy, Moradi, Mar- is that his name? Vahid Moradi. Ah, wonderful. Uh, they allocated funds in to buy diamonds, and uh, he did it. You know, we all the time still do. You get checks in the mail. Eric, please fill this with gold, you know. I can't help it. Just the way, couldn't do it, you know. I could charge you and send you one gold coin for $50,000. We just never did it here. So, anyway, I'm still here, still rocking fire, and they're letting me do a radio show, and I'm still alive, which, believe it or not, there's no one in the room more amazed at that fact than me. I'm impressed. So, <laughs> I feel pretty good. I think I'm actually in the best shape of my you, life. I actually, there's so. no doubt that you are in far superior shape than me. But now I'm going to have to turn into you. Right. This is what's going to happen. And that's what's going to happen. So now don't forget, we have the Cedarstrom Group, which is the Lori Cedarstrom Group. Right. Don't be don't be confused. So. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Every At least once a month, somebody will ask me about... Uh, Eric in real estate, <laughs> and I just start laughing. I'm going, and I and I openly just tell this. Eric was a terrible realtor. Right, call Lori. I go. No. His wife, on the other oh, hand, she is like the realtor of realtors. So she's number one. I can't believe the amount of houses she sells, and I mean. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think she's selling close to a house a day. Right, and the rest of the office combined doesn't even match what right, she does. Right. They, can't, a, they can't do anything. She's amazing. So if you need a realtor, go to the Cedarstrom Group. And I mean anywhere in the world, you know. There's a Coldwell Banker, they can she can help you. Of course, if you want to buy, you know, a $10 million home in North Scottsdale, call me if you like to play golf. <laughs> if you want to play golf and hang out and look at multi-million dollar I will homes. say this. There is no shortage of multi-million dollar homes here. No. There's plenty them. There's plenty of inventory out there. It's, it's everywhere. So, And then, of course, i got to throw one more commercial in. Oh, uh, another plug. Yeah, the Pinkerton Pool and Landscape Company in the North Valley. I'm going to say this. We used the Pinkerton. He's a good boy. Yes, he is. Cody, Cody Pinkerton. If you got a pool and you're in the North Valley, one of these days I got to get him to come in and do a show with us. I know he's really personable. Cody's a good boy. Uh, Pinkerton Pool and Landscaping. Call Cody if you got if you need any pool or any landscaping work. He's mostly up in the North Valley. I know for his pool routes, but landscaping, I don't know how far I'll go. Uh, area code four eight zero two zero one twenty eleven. 
480-201-2011, or go to the cedarstromgroup.com, find me on there, text me, and I'll send you his number. So Fred Meyer stores are closing. They've been, uh, of course, what isn't closing? What's the? I'm going to say that what I think I saw 77 million square feet now of retail closures just this year. It's got, I mean, it's incredible. And they talk, you know, and I love it. You turn on the idiot box, and they're all happy, especially the bankers, because they got most of the benefit of the deregulation and the tax cuts. Oh, yeah, great. The economy's great, right? You can't, there's not a retailer out there uh, that's actually opening anything. Well, it's nuts, because they're building again up here in Deer Valley. You've got these warehouses and these flex spaces going in. Of course, Deer Valley is an Indian word. It now means permanent renter. Because, remember, these used to all be for sale. There are still suites that have not sold that I believe that were not occupied since they built them in 05 up here. It's just like housing now. Let's face it. Here's what the housing market now. It's a renters market. It's renters. You go anyway. I don't care if you're in the front range. I don't care. You drive over the, in this town. Every every big complex is apartment buildings. It's the only thing being built in this town. And then uh, just on the commercial side, it's all renters. Yeah, that's all. There's nothing for sale. Everything's for rent. So it's weird too. And they're putting a lot of it in. So, but again, you know, the, the whole West is exploding. There was an article Glenn sent me about people moving out of Illinois. I'm going to tell you right now, it's the failed, what I call the failed blue staters. They're they're everywhere. They're coming in, and they're, I mean, they're they're bringing all of their failed ideas along with them. It's incredible. Of course, you can't live in Illinois. You can't live in California. You don't know how expensive it is there, and 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 the realities are, it's coming everywhere. You know, everywhere you turn, now the, these apartments, I don't even know, how do they get people in them? The average rent, $1,000 a month, $1,200 a month, $1,500 a month. I mean, it's crazy. Well, the apartments are way overbuilt, and uh, the housings they're behind. I mean, even the small towns, you go up to Prescott, uh, Flagstaff, start driving around. You can't drive anymore in Phoenix. It's over. Oh, it's un- if you try to get out of town, forget it. The the I I mean you talk about a, a black eye in 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 this town I mean that I seventeen north and when you go down ten south to Tucson it's two lanes each way it's a parking lot it was two lanes in nineteen fifty six you understand <laughs> okay they and get this okay if you if you go buy a new truck I don't know what it's seventy thousand dollars you go to license it it's like the first year's eighteen hundred dollars or something DMVs for a new loaded diesel truck. Okay, guess what? They had the nerve to put in the newspaper, the the motor vehicle, ADOT, Department of Transportation. We don't have the money. <laughs> we don't have the money to build the road. Now, they, they, the head of ADOT makes, there's, they got like 3 million people making six figures a year at ADOT. If they all gave up their salaries, we could have, we could build two 405s. Because I was, like, <laughs> well, was going to say, maybe two miles, yeah. right? Because this is, well, you, you brought up a great point. It was two lanes, right? In the in the sixties, right? And we have the population of what L.A. was. You in the 80s. know what it would cost to make it four lanes today, and that's the problem. And they said there's no inflation. You see, they're starting now. The the, the great brainchild is they're starting to make uh, the roads in California at forty. Is it forty thousand dollars a mile to paint them white? Did you see that? So, so they'd be cooler. Cooler. The heat island. Now, listen, I know it's ridiculous, but 
I got to tell you, I think it makes sense. If they painted everything white. Well, why does white cost forty grand a mile? I, I don't know. Can I get that? I think I can do it for uh, thirty nine thousand a mile. You know, I'd get a Ford Pinto and a roller and just keep, <laughs> just kind of lean out the side. <laughs> We could get, yeah, that get the El Caminos back and right. you just hang out the back you with the sprayer, the, you know. Both sides. <laughs> so, you know, the heat island, that people don't, you know, for all you pe- local people listening who grew up here, I mean, you talk about a weather pattern changing, the heat island here. We used to get you know, the monsoons would come in over the Sea of Cortez, and now when they hit Phoenix because of the heat island, they just split up. Yeah, we, right. we breaks them all up. Yeah, we don't get any rain anymore. So, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea, but. You know, forty thousand a mile for white paint. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's a tad bit expensive. So, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Silver's up fifty. Silver's cents. up fifty cents. Yesterday, you ran the the polar bears. It's because I came back. You realize how many of those we right. sold? Well, here's what I did. Because Wendy's calling me. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And I just said, buy them all. There we go. Buy them all. We still got we've got about thirty polar bear rolls left. I bought them all yesterday. So yesterday you ran them at four thirty five. We were the cheapest price in the country by about six dollars not six dollars a roll, six dollars a coin. Less than everybody else. So the last thirty rolls still at four thirty five, even though silver's up another fifty cents. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime on a Wednesday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, deny freedom of religion, slander America, and would redefine the family. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. In the weeks following the horrific Parkland, Florida school shooting, the country was enamored by surviving students who the news called eloquent and bold in their public campaign for gun control. In no time at all, these students had organized major events, from a nationwide school walkout to a march on Washington, D.C. They also managed to pull in a million dollars in donations from mega-donors in just a matter of days. So how exactly could a few high school students rise to such influence and organizational skills? The media attributed to their tech-savvy or the hotness of the issue. But not until weeks later did it come to light that this high school movement wasn't so spontaneous or grassroots at all. It turns out that a local congressman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, jumped in to aid students in lobbying the Florida Capitol. A teacher's union organized the buses that got the kids to Tallahassee. Michael Bloomberg's groups and the Women's March came to help organize the National March. And MoveOn.org is working social media promotion and even logistics for the march. The American Federation of Teachers admitted they were behind the National School Walkout, which journalists had previously assured us was the work of one teenager. And the icing on the cake of all this news is that activist training for the students in the days following the shooting was provided by none other than Planned Parenthood. In other words, the response to this shooting was professional and political. Make no mistake, this movement is not the work of kids forming a grassroots organization in someone's living room. 
This new push for gun control is the work of high-dollar liberal activists who are using these surviving students and families as pawns to achieve a political gain. It's not about saving lives or saving freedoms for these progressives. It's about power and control. Forensic science writer David Hines summed it up well when he said, For two weeks, journalists treated power as if it were magical. It's not. It's mechanical. The people organizing the response to Parkland and a host of other causes know that. So should you. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The hypocrisy and lies of the liberal media are alarming and even incite public unrest. But the fake news and the commentators whose slant coverage are finally being exposed. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to provide timely alerts and take effective action on your behalf. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You're listening to the very best in conservative talk radio. Modesty keeps us from saying anything more. one 800 951 is a business line here. Patriot Trading Group uh, seems to be a silver shortage out there. Silver's been moving. They're talking about scrap supplies. That, what? Yeah, let's just go over what happened. So why silver on the move? We've been telling you, and I've been trying to get you ready. I've been telling you about this silver market and telling you to get ready. The second half of this year, silver and gold are really going to make a big move, scrap silver. Okay, so this is, you know, uh, the silverware, when you get rid of your cell phones and all this stuff, the scrap silver market is at the lowest levels in 28 years. You think about, this is before there were cell phones, before there were solar panels and all the electric cars, and of course you need silver for all of that stuff. On top of the mining supply is it the the numbers are coming in down more significantly than they first thought. So Chile, one of the you know, Mexico's the largest silver producer, Chile's right behind them, down twenty percent on mine supply, and now all of these reports coming together, uh silver uh, exploding to the upside today, uh, like Eric said earlier, up up about fifty cents, seventeen twenty five. Uh, that's a big move. And, and it was I've seen a fifty cent move in and silver. It's been a while, and, and 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 it used to do it all the time. And I think we're going to see a lot more of them. That uh, was the lock limit, you know. Well, and I don't know of, if it still is. Or all of the short positions, you know, the you know J P Morgan and all these other guys were trying to keep the price contained and. And all of those things, when and silver's just starting to bust through those now. Once that happens, all the algorithms, all they all kick in and and they run it up. And and right now is and I've been telling you all year long, silver was just in my modest assumption was four dollars an ounce undervalued. Uh, and and I think we're going to see twenty dollars silver before the end of the year. And uh, holding that price on those polar bears, we bought every one of them yesterday. Uh, as Eric was was moving through them, I just told Wendy to book them all. So uh, for those of you that bought yesterday, congratulations. For those of you that wanted to wait and see, you're not going to get a better opportunity. Uh, these are an ounce and a half. Uh, the polar bear, they, they're 35 to $65, depending on who you call anywhere, including the cheap, you know, the online guys and all that. It's twenty nine dollars. It works out to nineteen dollars and thirty three cents an ounce. So you're talking about right, that, like two dollars over spot here 
435 at 800 9510592 but the reason for the move today was the big announcement on scrap silver supply just it's just disappearing just that simple China China finally launched its last month and it's one denominated crude oil futures well that's done a lot better than anybody thought well I think that Except might us. have something to do into the petrodollars could start working their way into the hard asset market it used to be that gold, silver, and used to be a hedge also with the oil market. So so now it's too soon to call the less-than-a-month-old contract a total success because it still faces a long road towards building reputation and history. But, yeah, that's a ridiculous statement. Well, I mean, it's only been around a month, right? It's so, you know, you know it's got to be, but when you look at the amount of volume, it, it's double and triple even the highest estimate. Well, what's happened in a month since now you can trade the Chinese yuan uh, into the Middle East and buy oil with it? What's happened oh, to the price of oil? Wow, oil over $68. Remember last week I told you $66.66. If oil broke above that, it was going to go a lot higher. It did. Uh, $68 this morning. We had crude oil inventories, draws in all three major categories, crude oil, gasoline, and distillates. Uh, I also saw gasoline futures, uh, the highest I've seen so far this year. Uh, I, 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 three bucks a gallon probably is, is going to be at least what we're going to see for the summer drive time. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm not surprised, right? The Chinese started re- doing their crude oil contracts. The price is going higher. The Saudis, they want to do their Saudi Aramco IPO, right? That That's... That's coming, right? And at $80 a barrel, it's a $2 trillion company. And the Saudis, hey, they want to they wanna spend money, too. So that's what we're looking at. Well, the biggest fear right now is they're concerned that the Chinese contracts will start to dominate the market. Well, you know, think about it. What would what would you do if we if we were the Chinese and we were on the on the air in China? Wouldn't we be yelling for the Chinese government saying, "Hey, we're blowing buying all the oil. Make them buy it in our currency." Well, I mean, wouldn't you say that? Ah, uh, you're looking at a tectonic shift here because you know oil. The only reason people would hold dollars, I mean, if you were in you know outer Mongolia and you needed to start one of your uh, Isuzu trucks, you needed dollars to buy gasoline. That, to have it. that was it, and, and most people don't realize how much bigger the crude oil market is compared to anything else. It's the number one expense for all of these countries to buy oil. It's the biggest, the, uh, as far as the commodities go, soybeans and corn and gold and silver and, and steel and iron ore, crude dominates as far as as in dollar terms. Well, maybe they're doing all they can to support the electric car market here. General Motors announced its U.S. job-cutting plan. They say it's due to poor sales of the sedan version of the Chevrolet Cruze. What idiot? That's what happens when governments bail out things and you let government people who never really ran anything. Who would name a Chevrolet a Cruze? Why not? I mean, can't you spell it like a Cruze? It has to be C-R-U-Z-E. Isn't that the name of the... Uh, Florida shooter, Cruz. You know, this is kind of like AIDS, the diet pill. Remember that AIDS chocolate? I don't think Cruz is probably the best name ever. I'm, I'm going to say this though. Do you know that they they closed this plant in Ohio, 1,500 U.S. workers, but the Mexico plant stayed, stayed open. Right. This is what happens when you bail out uh, American companies. So you got 
Uh, phones are ringing off the hook in here. I, it feels good to be back. It does. So. Welcome back. I'm happy Thank you're back. <laughs> so anyway, you got GM plants, the Mexico plants staying open. They're going to lay off. They employ 15,000 workers in Mexico. Now, this cruise kit, you, know, you got David Hogg, and the cruise kit has vanished. The kid who pulled the trigger, you know, the tragedy. Okay. You know, I, I think they should make David Hogg head of ENN, the Execution News Network, and they should start executing these guys. I'm dead serious. I mean, you can walk into a school and shoot. Instead of changing all the laws, all right, go, okay, guess what? Well, you're on, you know, you're, you're guilty. You're on Thursday. We're hanging you. They used to hang people, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is the most craziest statement. They used to hang people in the town square. And people came from everywhere to look at it. It would, to me, it would be the number one news network brought to you by the Patriot Trading. <laughs> I mean, well, remember, was, wasn't that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did the run, the Running Man? Right. That was that the same that Richard Dawson was the was the host. Same deal. I think they should do it. Right. Uh, execution News Network. You know, cruises hanging. People watch it. You would really think twice, you punks out there that are living a terrible life. On how bad everything is, you'd think twice before. Otherwise, you'd be a TV star. Patriot Radio News Hour. Blind leads the stupid. Be right back. Hey, dumber than a stick and uglier than a mud fence. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedars-Strump. Temporary fill-in host with Joe Jaquin, the owner. Talking about the world going by, how crazy everything is. and I mean, it really is nuts, isn't it? Hard to make heads or tails out of what's what. The press hates the president worse than anything I've ever seen ever in my life. Of course, uh, Barbara Bush passed away. Was it yesterday? I think today, this today, morning, or this, this morning. morning. Well, maybe it was last night. It yeah, was but, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually heard W on uh, the radio today said that one of the last words. She was in a good mood. He was in her hospital uh, room yesterday, and Barbara looked at the doctor and said, "You know what's wrong with George?" is I smoked and drank when I was pregnant with him. She said that. So, I mean, I couldn't believe it. So, she had to be something. I actually like Barbara Bush uh, a lot. She had to be something, man. So, husband and a son as a sitting as Second a person ever. I thought, I asked Adam. Lori. I go, she's got to be the first, the only lady to have a son and a husband as president, but Adams. 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 See? Joe is a plethora of knowledge. So. It's mostly useless. But. <laughs> now, you be careful, son. This is going on your permanent record. <laughs> IBM missed our numbers today, or so they, they thought. IBM's a new stock symbol. It means uh, I've been mauled by China. Well, think about so. it. You know, General Electric is barely a stock anymore. Another uh, and, crazy and, prediction. And I, I, right, another one of your wacko calls. IBM, they're next. Right, they're they're you know, uh, in five or ten years we're going to talk about IBM like we talked about GE, like we talked about General Motors and all the rest of them. Just getting their their hat handed to them. Three or four years ago, I was at the post office and everything's IBM. They, of course, you know the government contracts and they get them and put together the postal the postal contract. Only IBM, you know, would get that with much lobbying of lobbyists. And uh, I looked and sat down. I said, Well, everything's IBM. Why? Well, I'm looking, I flipped it all over. I just reached there, you know, where you little run the card through the, the terminal, says IBM, flip it upside down, says China, the pen on it, everything. IBM, just Chinese stuff. But anyway, IBM business machines is not progressing fast enough for many investors in its quest to become more of a cloud 
slash artificial intelligence company. Yes, AI, as the reaction to its first quarter results demonstrated this morning. They uh, they were down 7% at one point, but uh, as they enter the second half, we have significant headwinds on mix because we are not counting on more than the typical mainframe cycle. In other words, now IBM has to reinvent itself into selling air, which is what everything sells. I mean, it's, it's what you pay for. It's Spaceballs the movie. You know, I was at Walmart the other day, and I looked and I saw a cell phone for 19 bucks. A flip phone. Remember, they still sell them. Nineteen bucks, no contract. I just it just caught my eye, and I looked at it. I'm like, nineteen bucks. Or you can what? buy the Apple phone for a thousand. Well, yeah, or a thousand. So they have camera phones. They have smartphones for twenty six dollars, way out of my price range. So I'm like, well, then I'm like, right, it's they, like buying shoes at Costco. That's what I do. Doesn't make any sense. I have a smartphone and made by AT and T that I had to get. You know, you have a contract. When oh, you yeah. go in there, it's like buying a car. Okay, when your old phone quits, you're like, no, no. Oh, you got to go in there, and the salesman comes up. (laughs) It's the worst. One of your kids breaks the screen on their phone. You're like, oh, great. There goes half the afternoon. So, yeah, you got to go in there. You can't, you know. I go in there. I go, my phone doesn't work. They punch it up. They go, well, you can't do anything. Because your wife's on that. I go, I've been married 30 years. They go, well, can't you just call her? Guess what? (laughs) Same thing. Same deal, I right. can't do anything to my phone. So I'm like, well, yeah, come on. So now she's got to come down. It's like I'm a kid. Oh, your mother's here. <laughs> Sign for my telephone. We had to put this on your husband's permanent record. So you know, you can just go buy the same phone for twenty six bucks at Walmart. They charge me twelve hundred bucks for it at AT and T. Walmart, you don't get contract. Here's the problem: if you want six months of minutes, six months of air. <laughs> now let me repeat that: air. It says right, you got to buy a card. The air is three hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're like six hundred minutes. That's a lot of minutes. That's gone in like two weeks. So now IBM, everything, the money is in selling air. And of course, when you were a kid, you know, remember when air was free? Because <laughs> it ain't free no more. So <laughs> the evil president, Donald Trump, you know, everybody hates him. The uh, and his tax cuts for the wealthy, you know, only the wealthy. Of course, the average person gets, I don't know, everybody gets a tax cut. The wealthy are the ones, though, that were supposed to really benefit. They even tried to show, was it Goldman Sachs earnings yesterday set a record? Is that yes. what it was? Yeah. Their best earnings For, statement Well, ever. and, and tr- trading revenues, because the Dow moved triple digits every single day. So guess who benefited? Right. Right? Th- those guys did. That's like from the movie Trading Places. Some people are betting that... The commodity's going right. up, and some are betting that it's going down. But tell them the best part. No matter what it does, Duke and Duke gets their commission. <laughs> Same deal there. So uh, <laughs> so they had their, their record. Now, of course, they go, because the earnings statement started out, the UPI story, because of the president's tax cuts. Yes, yes. the evil wealthy record earnings, because of the tax cuts are for the wealthy. Well, apparently President Trump's tax cuts will be anything but for about one million California taxpayers who owe Uncle Sam more money a year from now. They're the California wealthy, whose collective $12 billion because of the new laws caps the deduction they've been able to make for paying their state and local taxes, according to a new analysis by the Franchise Board. It's only going to get worse. All those bad blue states are now coming to the red states, and we got the same problem. You can't deduct the state and local taxes anymore. And all the states are broke. 
the very wealthy Californians earning more than $1 million a year will pay the lion's share of that money. Now you know why they want to break that up into three, four, five different states, right? They want to get away. Yep, 43,000 of the 1 million or more a year people will have to pay the combined 9 billion bucks. You, you know what's so funny when they talk about how uh, 5% of the people pay 80% of the taxes. Oh, didn't you hear this stuff about, you know, because they want to justify the rich people getting the tax break? That's a sad statement. How did we get that lopsided? Well, that's the problem. You know, my dad said if everybody gave everybody bankrupted them, it would just be a matter of time, but everyone had money now, had it again. There you go. Patriot Radio News, our final segment, coming up. In the famous words of Todd Hughes, circa 1976, sit down, nobody ever leaves during Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Steve Miller, man. I got a new, well, we got to talk McCain. Apparently McCain had surgery. In the hospital yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, yeah. yeah. John McCain. Oh, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. We wish him the best. The, uh, the other thing that's just crazy is that, you know, being a senator has to be the as close to employment nirvana as you could ever get. Because once these guys get in, they don't ever want to leave. What do you think it is? You think it's just the free travel, the... Uh, five-star restaurants, uh, everybody going, yes, sir, no, sir. Apparently, that has an attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Right. Being able to put anyone out of business that you right? want, you know. So, I mean, it, it, once they get in, they never leave. And people keep voting for them. You've been a big, big term limit guy I, as you, long as I've known because, you. Because, you know what, and the answer is simple. It's just like, and I look at everybody that finally does leave, like Alan Greenspan, Janet Yellen now, right? All of a sudden, the, the all the things they used to say, uh, well, forget about that. Let's say, you know, we got we to gotta talk about what's for the debt is killing us, the amount of money killing us, right? You get the truth after they leave. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, there's a new term, in, a new financial vernacular. It's hard for me to get anything over on you, but I may get you on this one. Uh, there's there's not subprime mortgages anymore, you know. They're, oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're now called non-prime. Oh! Right. That subprime apparently had a bad, you know, bad, bad I, pre- I didn't, I didn't know that. See, you people have to learn so something new every now day. non-prime. Non-prime mortgages apparently are starting to dominate the market so we'll uh we'll keep an eye you know when crashes come when nobody's expecting them so you know the guys that are on tv oh it's all right, good right. Uh, it's when they all come on and tell you that the, the the moon is made of green cheese baby you better pay attention and that's what we're starting to get yeah. right when did you go bankrupt well it was a little bit at a time and then it was all at once well i like right. my, one of my first customers said my dad avoided the crash of 29 and i go yeah how do you do that he goes he went bankrupt in 28. <laughs> there you have it. Quick look here at the markets. Gold's up 6, 13.53. Silver's up 50 cents, 17 dollars 29 cents now. Uh the Dow is down 20 points. Uh well, I'm sure I'll make a triple digit move here before the end of the day. Yesterday we ran those polar bears, uh, the ounce and a half Canadian polar bears. Do you have any left? The they were. Yeah, we, we still them. have some left. Uh, they were four thirty-five yesterday. Silver's up fifty more cents today. I bought them all yesterday. We still got probably fifteen, twenty rolls left of the polar bears. 
at four thirty-five. These are, these are silver polar bears, ounce, ounce and a half. Ounce and a half. Who made these? Are bipolar bears? And by the way, there's something else that's neat about them. They're four nine finds. And uh, they're valued at eight dollars on the nominal face value uh, of eight dollars. Eight dollars. Who makes them? Who uh, makes Canada. Them? Canada yep. makes them. Eight Canadian bucks. Yeah, eight wow. Canadian loony bucks, I guess. Wow. And uh, uh, the ounce and a half polar bears everywhere. I mean, everywhere you look, these things are from thirty-five bucks. If you buy from the idiots on TV, they're like seventy bucks. Twenty-nine dollars a piece is what it works out. It works out to nineteen dollars and thirty-three cents an ounce. Got silver at seventeen thirty. Oh, you guys gotta buy it's one. Ridiculous. Pull and buy a roll. Eight hundred nine five one zero five and nine two. Great, great to have my great friend Eric back with us here. I'm filling gonna in be, for me. I'm gonna be helping you as much as I, I can. I appreciate so. it. We'll be this show will replay tomorrow and hopefully not on Friday. God bless you all. Take care. Bye now.